0: all right what is going on everybody welcome back to another day of saber sims dfs office hours it is friday june 23rd of 2023 here we have a 10 game mlb main slate to look ahead to we have the cut sweat for our weekend long pga event today so it should be fun uh rooting for a minus three cut myself here And then looking ahead to the weekend, you know, we have round three showdown for golf, round four showdown for golf, MMA on Saturday, and then the Ally 400 for uh, NASCAR on Sunday with also, you know, Xfinity and trucks here on Friday and Saturday. So it should be a fun weekend. If you guys are not joined up with SaberSim, want to check us out. We have a seven-day, no strings attached, free trial in the description of this video. And then we do this show Monday through Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern, where you can come and get your questions answer but if uh you know you want to check us out that is how to do it but for those of you who are new here welcome my name is andrew i'm one of the coaches over here at saber sims a show where we go over how to use the sabersim app answer any and all dfs related questions questions can come in via support you can reach us at support at sabersim.com can post questions live in the YouTube chat here. You can post questions ahead of time in the YouTube chat, which looks like our man FV did here. So that is also another way to get your questions in. And then lastly, uh, if you guys are in our Discord, you can post questions in the Office Hours channel. If you're not in the Discord, you can join the Discord with the link in the description below. But with that being said, going to get the app pulled up here. Uh, Still not feeling 100% here, but doing my best. Feeling better than yesterday, that's for sure. So just going to try and uh, take it easy here. But looks like we have two questions, one in the Office Hours channel, one in the YouTube chat. So if anybody has any questions, now is always a great time to get those in. But first question from the Discord. Question says, so if you're in the post build process and you use many unique players, when it comes to the fill method, Do you still fill by unique random, unique rank, or rank because the min uniques are already giving you a diverse set of lineups? Okay, so this is a good question here. Um, I'm going to just get us a build here going, and then I'm actually going to uh, just get us a CSV here. So let me go over to the uh, DK main slate today, and then let me... Get in some contests here. Uh, so I can pull in a CSV and kind of display this a little better here. But lineups are finishing up. I just entered a couple contests. So we're in the post build now. So, first thing I'm going to do right now is go and bring in my CSV. So, if I, I can go either to fill entries or to the entries tab, doesn't matter. I'll have this download template file from DraftKings button. Click that. As long as you are signed into DraftKings on whatever device you're using uh, it will be able to go grab your CSV for the slate that you have selected and then bring in your CSV. So I have this two contests CSV at the moment. So I'm going to change my number of lineups to two. And then I'm going to show you guys, uh, options here. So the question was like, Hey, you know, I have, uh, so many lineups here. What, what is the benefits from using unique rank random, you know, uh, regular rank, et cetera here. So I think that, I think that mini uniques is good. Let's say I'm doing 20 lineups, just for example, if my mini uniques are at five, what that's going to do is that it is going to make sure that at least five players are different from every other lineup in the set here. But the only thing here that, um, still happens you know you still get kind of what i like to call clustering here where the builder is going to prioritize the top lineups and it's going to make changes with all of the bottom lineups here that's why you know so like as soon as you set a rule or something where it can't meet it in the top 20 it's going to get rid of the 20th lineup put in the next one maybe 22nd right and then it can't you put in another thing it'll get rid of lineup 19 lineup 18 so builder is always trying to maintain the highest exposures here uh so what i think that leads to personally is you you get a lot of clustering here even with many uniques so personally here i like to use unique random um i think by the time i've gone through my lineups and figured out which ones i want to play i'm comfortable with all of them and i'm okay if you know my last lineup in my set of 20 goes into my top contest or however i'm deciding which ones i want to play uh this this way is a little more variant here right you know uh let's say your top lineup does the best but it doesn't go into the contest that you wanted to right so you you're giving up some of that control here another way i like to do this is that if you know which contests are most important to you, which lineup you want to go in which contest here, uh, you can order them appropriately, right? You can move these contests around with this drag and drop feature, and then you can be like, okay, you know, my I want my third lineup to go into this very specific contest. So then I'm going to fill with unique rank, and then I'm going to put that contest in the right spot so my third lineup goes into this one specific contest. And then now you have a lot more control over – which lineups are ending up in which contest. So if you're somebody who wants control, uh, wants to know which lineups are in which contest, I would use unique rank. Uh, I I would really never use rank here just because it's going to put the top lineup in each contest. So even though I have 20 lineups here, if I have five single entries and I use rank, my number one lineup is going to go into all five contests here. So you know, we talk a lot about the variance of DFS and trying to smooth out the variance. And uh, one thing that we always suggest is playing as many unique lineups as possible here. So playing one lineup into five contests is not something I would recommend. I would much rather see a user build five unique lineups and then enter them across their uh, five contests here. And then now it's just a matter of, do you want to use unique rank? Do you want to use unique random? Are you okay? Uh, with, with what might happen there. Right. So a lot of times people come like, Hey, my, uh, my highest scoring lineup ended up in my lowest dollar contest. And, you know, I, I was really upset about that. Like, yeah, I get it. And, you know, the way to combat that is to use something like unique rank. So no matter what happens, it's like, Hey, you know, um, I used unique rank and my, my, uh, highest scoring lineup was in my lowest dollar contest, but this was also my lowest, saber score lineups in this last contest down here so at least i know that i put my highest saber score lineups into my best contest and it just worked out that way right so that can give you a little ease of mind but also you know by using unique random uh you might be able to get that last lineup into your best contest right uh just from variance here so uh you know pros and cons to each you know you're not going to make the right decision every time you can't uh you know, you can't pull out your crystal ball and say like, okay, my uh, 19th lineup is gonna be the one today. I'm gonna use unique random, and then another day be okay. You know, my my best lineup is lineup two. I'm gonna you know use unique rank today. Like, unfortunately, that's just not how it works. Uh, so you're gonna have days where you know you're gonna not win the contest you wanted to, but but that is okay. Uh, process over results, right? So just continuing to have a strong process, you will get those wins in the contest that you want really good question to get us started looks like gm33 also gave uh dancing drew guy some insight here so really appreciate that gm33 always appreciate members of the community uh jumping in and helping out okay moving on to our next question in the office hours channel question from kevlar said, For players who have multiple eligibility, for instance, catcher and outfielder, are you able to set a rule or setting that will only allow them to be used in lineups as a catcher, or does that have to be done post-build? Thanks. Okay, good question here. Uh, So you should be able to do this in the home screen. And the way that you would do this is you see these uh, lineup slots. So these correspond to the lineup slots on DraftKings here. So if I go to my catchers and I'm going down here, uh, none of these guys are projected. Uh, maybe let's try FanDuel. So we're going to try FanDuel, see if we can find somebody with eligibility here at catcher. Okay, so so let's do this. Um, we're going to use Bryce Harper as an example. It doesn't have to be catcher first base, but basically let's say that you know bryce harper here is first base eligible and outfield eligible uh let's say that we do not want to play him as an outfielder we want to take advantage of his um big bat as a first baseman for whatever reason here so all you would do is you would go to outfield you would go and find bryce harper and then you would set his max exposure to zero and then since we have the outfield tab highlighted here It's only going to be for this one position. And then if we go back to catcher first base, what you're going to see is that Bryce Harper is his max exposure in the catcher first base position is still 100%. So what we've said is like, Hey, I do not want to use Bryce Harper as an outfielder at 0% max exposure, but I am okay using him as a catcher first base. And then this rule will also um, allow him to still be in the utility slot because we're not affecting uh, his max exposure in the utility spot. So, you know, this this comes up a lot like during football season, especially like, hey, I gave a guy a max exposure of, of 30%, and uh, why is he still coming up more than that? And, and that, that's because, you know, just because you put a max exposure in your wide receiver position, the builder could still put that player into your flex position. So that can happen here uh kevlar said thanks andrew that's what i assume i just wasn't sure if it would take the player out of the pool entirely or not so so no it won't if you want to take the player out of your pool entirely here uh use one of these all tabs the all tabs will make sure that you know if i come into all and i go to bryce harper and i do a max exposure of zero then this is global this will be for all of their positional eligibility slots so all does like lineup wide And then all of these individual positions are position by position um i think the only thing to be careful with here which i just want to check this i'm pretty sure you cannot uncheck him if you uncheck him from any of the slots it will uncheck him from all of the slots which i think this is like probably a bug here because you know, League of Legends doesn't work this way. We did a League of Legends example earlier this week where we unchecked our... Um, no, I, I think I think Showdown is different, but we unchecked our um, support positions from our captain spot in League of Legends here, and we were able to uncheck them from captain but leave the support in the support column here. So, actually, a little funny here, but, um, you know, moral of the story, don't uncheck here and then just use the max exposures instead all right good question there and uh this is our last question in the discord here gonna jump over to the youtube chat looks like we got a couple questions in the youtube chat at the moment so should be all set there all right scion Games say can you walk me through your process on creating mma lineups for a gpp uh this is a really good question here and i will give you guys uh some thoughts on this idea here. Um, it, it's it's funny you ask. We've been, we've been talking about this uh, internally here. We don't have a video up on the YouTube channel at the moment talking about walking through an MMA process here. I think that's one that we're going to be prioritizing on getting up here in the near future, but I'm happy to talk about MMA for a little bit. So let's go to MMA. Uh, Card is early here, so on the West Coast. So this is uh, 8.30 my time. Uh, one thing about MMA is that in general, I would suggest waiting until Saturday morning to build your final set of lineups here. And reason for that is because uh, there's line movement and odds are changing overnight, especially the day leading up to the fights here. Uh, so we, we have the most up-to-date information. So projections can uh, change, et cetera, here. If you guys want to you know, have like a placeholder lineup and then come back on Saturday and then see what's going on, I think that's okay as well. But... But generally, I'm waiting until Saturday morning. And uh, from here, not doing much with projections. I'm just going to make my two changes, uh, two projections here. Very small changes, 0.01. As you can see, the builder is uh, using SimDiversity10 here. Uh, don't get tripped up by correlation here. So this correlation out of two technically does not matter unless allow opposing fighters is on. I would not turn it on if it's off by default here but sometimes you're gonna get small small cards you know seven fight cards eight fight cards where um where correlation will be on and then allow opposing fighters will also be on here but when this is off it's effectively zero so don't think too much about it uh not merely making any changes to salary i'm just gonna run a 500 pool here but But really, you know, I'm letting the builder do what it does. It is taking these single slate simulations, right? So it is grabbing one sim of each fight. There are 14 fights on the slate. It's picking uh, one from each fight randomly, putting them together, creating a slate simulation, and then it's going to see how the fighters scored in those set of sims and then build you the optimal lineup from that slate simulation and then it's going to do that 500 times here. So there's nothing that I'm personally doing, uh, There's nothing I think I can do, especially for MMA, that is better than what the builder is doing. So me, you know, full disclosure, not a huge MMA guy, play casually uh, from time to time. Usually, usually take weekends off here, like especially Saturdays, uh, just because, you know, during football season, always playing on Sundays. So Saturday is like uh, my one day of the week that I'm I'm taking off most nights, but I I do have some experience with MMA here. So we get into the post build. And one thing that I do want to check here is my sorting metric. So when sim diversity is on 10, I like to make sure I'm using the MMA sim diversity 10 metric here because this takes into account sim optimals here. So if you look at the formula for sim diversity 10, it is 100 times sim optimals. So that's being taken into account. Uh, the MMA default is not using sim optimals. This is because at certain build settings, like for single entries, small field stuff, uh, we're we're using a lower SIM diversity, so we need one for SIM diversity ten. We need one for everything else, uh, every other SIM diversity setting for different contest sizes here. So, I like to make sure I am on the MMA SIM diversity ten setting here, and then I'm going to scroll down to my pool here, and a couple of things that I'm going to do. So, one, if I am on the Pro plan, what I'm going to do is I'm going to set a geo mean filter here. And uh, let's see how big the event is this weekend. So let's say that I'm playing. Uh, let's go look at the MMA lobby. Okay. So a good contest here that I would probably play is the dollar one hundred and fifty maps. So there's about 59,000 entrants here. So then let's pull up my screen. All right. And I'm gonna pull up my calculator. So there are 59,000 entrants in the $1,150 max here. I'm just gonna take the question off the screen for a moment. Uh, I'm gonna set a geometric rule, and the way I'm gonna do that, I'm gonna start out with uh, projecting 20 dupes. I like to use this as a baseline here, and then figure out what I want to do from there. So there are actually 59,453 entrants in the contest. Take that to the power. One divided by six, which is the number of lineups in the contest, that all equals twenty-six point three seven here, approximately. So, gonna go back to the builder. Gonna go to filters. Gonna do. uh I like to do hide. Just makes a little more sense to me. So hide lineups with a geo mean greater than twenty-six point three seven. I could probably round that to point four. Uh, this is actually really cool. So so there's actually no line, lineups that got eliminated here. Looks like our highest Geo mean lineup is actually 24.1. I was talking to somebody in support about this. They were saying, you know, hey, how do I determine what is the right Geo mean to set here? And basically what I said that I'm trying to do specifically is I am trying to um, curate my pool just a little bit. I'm not trying to get rid of, you know, half the lineups in my pool. But even if I tried it at twenty, and it and it got rid of zero lineups, then the next step would be to lower the number and try again. So then I'm just gonna clear this. So if I don't get rid of any lineups at twenty, I'm gonna go down to ten, and then I'm gonna do it again. Five nine, four five three, to the power one divided by six, and twenty three point uh, effectively twenty three point five. So now I'm gonna try this one. 23.5 okay so this is basically exactly what i wanted to see here and the reason for that is i got rid of about 10 percent of my pool here that's really all i'm looking to do is just shave some of the chalkiest most likely to be dupe lineups off of my set here and get rid of those um one thing that i see here is that i got rid of my top ranked lineup right but you know it was a sim optimal to uh, I have other sim optimal twos here, so it's not like it was this crazy high sim optimal lineup. So overall, I'm okay with that. And I kept all these other lineups two, three, four, six, seven, eight. Uh, I'm only now at lineup 33 here. So overall, I think this is okay. Uh, so that's that's one thing I'm doing here. Another thing that I will mess with here, which just to see what happens, I want to increase my sim diversity to two and then see how far down my pool that takes me. So I've, I've been an advocate against this at times, but I'm okay utilizing mean uniques if I'm staying in a very high percentage of or percentile of my pool here. So at mean uniques of two with my Geo mean rule for 20 lineups, my lowest ranked lineup is lineup 38 here you know i built 500 lineups i trashed 10% of them and i'm still in the top 40 lineups here so you know i'm still well within the top 10% of my pool here uh and i'm now guaranteeing diversity in my lineups so this is something that you can mess with uh i've gone back and forth with it here sometimes i will increase this uh you know from 1 to 2 and it'll take me pretty far down in my pool and i won't be happy with that but going from my last lineup being ranked 33 at one mini unique to my last lineup being ranked 38 at two mini uniques i'm actually okay with using it in this scenario here i think if i went from lineup 33 to lineup 100 uh or something like something along those lines where you get this big jump i would probably only use one but i i'm okay using two in this specific scenario here and then last but not least um i'm just going to look at some of the some of the fighters that I'm getting and make sure that I'm okay with some of the uh, large exposures here. So like if I sort by pool, I'm getting no more than 33% of any one fighter in my pool here, but we really love Ilya Topuria and at, you know, 85% in 17 out of 20 lineups. So this is a, um, what I would call like a uh, risk, This is a decision that you have to make based on your risk tolerance. So for me, I'm okay having this fighter in 17 out of 20 lineups and Jack Jenkins in 65% at 13 out of 20 lineups. But this might be too much risk for some people. This might be too much leverage, right? 45% leverage and 50% leverage here uh, with nobody else more than 45% owned and no more than 22% leverage here. So if you wanted to, I'm, I'm not opposed to walking down these exposures uh, with a, you know, max exposure setting here, but I'm okay. I really don't know anything about these fighters, so I'm just going to let it ride and be okay with the um, additional exposure here. But that is something that I could be uh, willing to do here. So just, just some general thoughts for you on some of these high exposed fighters. But aside from that, uh, that, that is really, you know, what I would do for an MMA process here. Sion said, "Thanks so much for that. On sim optimals and MMA, is the lower rating better than the higher rating? Uh, so, so lower, so higher sim optimals is always better. So, what sim optimals means is that when we are running these single slate simulations, we might have the same set of fighters show up as the optimal lineup more than once. And since we cannot put that lineup into your pool twice here." Uh, we are going to tally how many times each lineup comes up. And that just tells us that the lineup has a higher win probability here because they're coming up so frequently in the Sims. So that is why uh, we tally that. And then we use that as a lineup grading metric to say, hey, you know, this lineup is coming up very frequently. Uh, We should move this lineup up in the pool so the user is much more likely to have this lineup in their set of lineups. Excuse me. All right. Uh, Good questions there. Jumping over to the YouTube chat. FB said, hope you're feeling better. Thank you, man. Uh, We are grinding it out. I'm hoping to be 100% by Monday's stream here. So looking forward to getting some rest over the weekend. Uh, Question is, is there a way to lock in more than two pitchers for the Sims to build around? If you lock more than two, it will not build. So do you need to remove all the other pitchers? If not, do you just increase their projection or set the min-max evenly? For example, four pitchers would be at 25% each, just trying to find the easiest way to build around pitchers. I take a stance on. Okay, really good question. So the easiest way to do this is going to be with the rules here. And let me get um, let me get just Saber 7 pulled up. So the easiest way is going to be with the rule. So if you go to lineup rules, so let's say you're playing the main slate today. And let's say that you only want to use uh, the four highest-owned projected pitchers. So I would do a, add a new rule, r- rule type, group, manual, and I'm going to say use at least two. And I'm going to click in these guys, Musgrove, Bassett, Bieber, Senga. So now, basically, the builder is always going to make sure two of these four players are used in every single lineup that you build here. Um, the exposure might not be equal, but because you're using these four pitchers in um, every single lineup here or two of the four in every single lineup and you're building 500 lineups, you should have plenty of exposure available to go and get however many shares that you want of these players. So I'm just going to run a build here and, and show you guys wh- how this works, uh, but you know your pool exposure for these pitchers should be so high that you should be able to use them at, you know, pretty equal rates here with without a problem. So the only thing, you know, when it comes to setting rules, Builder might run a little slower here, but that's okay. You know, it shouldn't take that much longer overall. All right, we are in the post build. So if I go over to my pictures, you can see I'm only using four pictures here and it is the four... Persons that I put in my group rule here. So if I sort my projection is the top four projected pitchers, uh, you can see that the exposures aren't perfectly equal, right? Musgrove first at 70, Beaver at 60%, Bassett and Senga coming in at 35%. But there's at least 184 lineups in the pool using each pitcher here so if you wanted to adjust this you shouldn't have any problem doing that here so um this is the way that i would do it and then you can adjust your exposure accordingly but a group rule is going to be your best friend here all right good question Uh question from jack jack said hi andrew can you show a good process finding some of the best lineups in a pool without using sim rank my top two sim rank lineups have never cashed in two years and any lineups I have played in. So I don't use slash rely uh, on SaberSim rank, thanks. Um, so let's jump into this first build that I ran earlier that did not have the pitchers locked here. And you know, if, if SaberSim is not working for you, uh, we have other lineup sorting metrics here. So SaberScore you know, is our back-tested metric, but you don't have to use it. You can use projected score. We have lineup percentiles alone here, I think that these are fine. Uh, The reason I think that these are actually uh, much, much better than they used to be is because we used to just use player percentiles. And so we would say, you know, what is Chris Bassett's 95th percentile? And then that is is um, a score that he achieves, you know, 5% of the time. And then what is Bellow's 5% outcome? Alvarez, and you know, you're parlaying all these 5% outcomes. Uh, We got away from that here and we created these lineup percentiles. So basically once your pool of lineups are built, the builder goes back into the Sims and then sees how this group of players did across all of the Sims. So, Hey, when I put this group of players together, how did they score? And then, so now we're seeing the lineup as a whole have a range of outcomes. So a 95th percentile, of a lineup happens five percent of the time. A ninety-fifth percentile for each player happens five percent to the power of 10 here. So that's actually a very small chance of that happening here. But these lineup percentiles are very good. I think it you can optimize just based on percentile if you want to try that out. Um, I I probably wouldn't get too outside of projected score or a percentile here. And then you know, another thing that you can do if you're on the pro plan. You know, you could take the saber score that formula that you see here, and then you can adapt it. So people tell me, you know, hey, I want to get started using custom metrics. Uh, what do I do? And I would say take saber score, use it as your baseline start point, and then you know, adjust weights, add variables, get rid of variables, uh, do do different things, but use the saber score formula as a starting point and then branch out from there. So I think that there's couple things that you can do here uh it's really hard to like look in any you know set of lineups here and then pick out the highest actual scoring lineup uh if we if we could do that you know we would make sure that that lineup is number 1 in your pool but unfortunately you know these are all uh estimates these are all estimated ROIs etc here so we do our best but uh there are other lineup sorting metrics at your disposal all right Braden Bigelow said, any single entry MLB lineup advice? Uh, yeah, so, you know, the way I like to think about this is I like to ask SaberSim what it thinks, and then I like to interpret it. So SaberSim cannot talk, obviously, uh, but you can get feedback from it, right? So the best way I like to do this is like, hey, what is so different about a large field 150 max contest as opposed to a small field single entry? So sliders are correlation 10, SIM diversity eight for our large field. And then if I go to single entry, uh to 1k entrance, correlation comes down two ticks. SIM diversity comes down all the way to five here. So that tells me, hey, correlation still super important. Need need good stacks here. Uh, but you can play a lot. Uh of the more projected plays some of the chalkier plays in these small field single entries you don't need to worry as much about getting different from the field so you know when sim diversity is up at um, what was it eight here you know we are using smaller and smaller buckets of sims to build your lineups, so that is going to inherently make you different from the field but as we use bigger buckets to build your lineups the players projections in those buckets are going to move closer and closer to their average projection. So Sim diversity five, you know, still not uh, still at a moderate level here as described in the app, but you are moving towards that. So I would say that, you know, the builder is telling me, Hey, it's okay to play some of the best plays. You don't have to worry about, you know, getting on, on the super low owned stack to take down this contest. Um, at the end of the day, it's about winning the contest, not having the highest score possible. Right. So that is one thing that I am looking at. And then uh, let's say that, you know, this build is our single entry build. Uh, let the pool exposure kind of guide you, right? Let let some of these things uh, tell you, you know, your mini leaks will be at one for your single entries probably. Uh, look at, you know, your pool stack types, right? What stack types are coming up the most often, right? And, you know, maybe you make sure you're playing one of those. What team stacks are coming up the most often, right? The angels at 52% is you know, way far and away higher than, than every other team here. Right. Uh, and their five stacks are similarly just as high. Uh, so, so use some of this pool information to help guide you in your decision making. Another thing that I've done in my single entries is I will look at the pool in, in buckets. So it's like, okay, what are my top 10% lineups in my pool telling me, and then I will look at the exposures for the top 10%. And then what is the top 5% of my entire pool look like? And, you know, who are we starting to narrow in on? And, you know, maybe I want to make sure I get to some of those plays. So I think that, you know, looking at more lineups and then working your way down can help you figure out which plays that you want to end up playing for your single entry contests. All right, next question to the YouTube chat. For those playing on FanDuel, what stack sizes are the best to employ? Uh so similarly here, I would do the exact same thing. I would run a build on FanDuel, see which stacks are coming up most frequently. And then I would probably favor those. So like if you on FanDuel, your four fours and your four threes are showing up as the highest pool exposure. Uh I would make sure that that you know I'm getting good exposure to those types. I think that if I were to come in here and see that my four, four stacks were higher owned than my five threes and five twos which are, you know, six times as much in the pool, I would be a little concerned about that. And I would probably walk back some of that 4-4 four, four exposure here. But, you know, Saberson can can answer these questions for you. You just have to know, like, how to ask it and and where to find the information for the answer leading to that, uh, you know, the answer from that question that you had. So I would I would do this exact exercise and you should be able to figure that out. But all right, everybody, we are all cut up with questions at the moment here. Uh, While we wait for any last questions to come in, I just want to remind you guys, if you guys are not playing over on Owner's Box, highly recommend taking advantage of it. We partnered with Owner's Box at the beginning of the MLB season here. It's been a great partnership. Contests continue to overlay frequently. Sometimes they are paying you to play. Sometimes the contests are rake-free. Sometimes the contests have reduced rake here, so you can't beat any of those things. You're not going to find it on other sites here. Competition is also softer than what you're going to find on DK, Vandal, or Yaku here. So take advantage of the soft contest. Take advantage of the overlay while it lasts here. And then when you use promo code SABER or SABERSIM, when you sign up, you get a $500 deposit bonus. Then you can earn three months of SABERSIM just by playing on the site and nothing else here. Uh, we will track your entry fees each time you hit one of our entry fee thresholds here. We will reach out to you, ask you if you want to cash in on a free month. If you say yes, we will reset your tracking to zero and there is no limit on the amount of credit that you can earn. You will start to earn again right away here. But with that being said, we will be right back on Monday for our next show here. Good luck to all of you in the contest this weekend. Take care. I will see you. Thanks. Bye.